We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friends, my soul siblings. Thank you so much for allowing Journey to Center and Empower Radio to be a part of your day today. Life for so many seems very strange right now, right? And yes, certainly we are in in uncharted territory and in uncertain times. However, often what we think is so horrible and awful from the perspective of our human selves can be seen as an incredible opportunity and wonderful from the perspective of our soul. And despite what might seem to be the case, peace, happiness, and love is always an inside job. My spiritual teachers have said, earth is a school and the curriculum is love. And sometimes we need to experience contrast in order to create awareness, appreciation, and ultimately to experience evolution and awakening. I'm so honored, grateful, and blessed to be able to have this conversation, spend some time with, and share with you the most enlightened humans I know. They helped me forge my way, were my touchstones of truth, and assisted me in claiming my life of peace, prosperity, and profound love. And I know they can do the same for you. Here to generously bless us, guide us, and assist us in going higher in our perspective, deeper in our peace, and provide us with wisdom and clarity are the enlightened guides and teachers to tens of thousands, as well as my personal spiritual teachers, Drs. Ron and Mary Holnick. Dr. Ron and Mary are pioneers and worldwide leaders in the field of spiritual psychology, as well as teachers and facilitators of awakening in consciousness. They are the renowned educators, authors, and the founding faculty and co-directors of the University of Santa Monica where they've designed, developed, and facilitated educational programs for the past 35 years. Both Dr. Ron and Dr. Mary Holnick are licensed marriage and family therapists. Mary is also a licensed clinical psychologist. They're also the authors of Loyalty to Your Soul, The Heart of Spiritual Psychology, and Remembering the Light Within, A Course in Soul-Centered Living. So Dr. Holnick, Dr. Ron, Dr. Mary, thank you so much for saying yes to this conversation today. Yes, we're so happy to be with you, Tammy. This is a wonderful time for us to be talking together. And best of all, we can have fun doing it. (laughs) You were the one that taught me about fun, Ron. And I'm so grateful because I didn't know how important that was before I uh, stepped foot into your classroom. So as we know, it's really strange right now, right? Life is weird, right? And I would love to hear your perspective about what you think is happening well it depends on what level that you know we want to have the conversation so we'll 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 do both levels and then we'll yes and then we'll go from there on in terms of physical world reality uh you know we are in a really 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 challenging time uh there hasn't been something like this going on for for thousands of years in terms of spiritual reality, this has been preordained. Mm. And the reason for that is that we are coming to the completion of what in the mystical traditions is referred to as a yuga, Y-U-G-A, and people can Google that. There's Mm -hmm. tons of information about it. 
But the yuga is a 25, 26,000 year cycle. So it's made up of the 12 signs of the zodiac, each one of those being a 2,000 year cycle. And we're going around the whole thing, coming to the end of it and, and ready to start all over again. But when we start all over again, we start at a higher level. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's like, um, you know, a swirl that's swirling upward. Mm-hmm. And each 26,000 years, we, we come to a higher level. But in order to get to the higher level, in order to actually even begin, we have to sweep away what's left of the old energy from the old yuga. It has to be... Uh, Kind of like if you were sweeping out your garage before you you can enter into a clean garage, you have to sweep out and clean out all the clutter and uh, tidy it up and all of that kind of stuff. We're in that process, and it's a very it's a very scary process because everything is being up leveled, and so the only way through it really is to go higher in consciousness. And you said it earlier, uh, I, I, I got this little thing on a calendar the other day. I thought it was really fitting. It said, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change the way you think about it. Mm-hmm. And that is the hard part for most people on the planet. But nevertheless, that's the next step that we're all going to have to take. And that's the nature of the school that is in session. The good news is we can think of it as an advanced class. Yes. You don't get to into the higher levels of the of a teaching until you've, let's say, mastered the lower levels. Like I once heard somebody say, if you really want to learn courage, then incarnate at a time when you're going to go into a war. Mm. Because it's at wartime when people are out there on the front lines and veterans will tell you this, courage is what they learn. And so mm. we're, we're, we're in that kind of a period right now. It's both frightening, um, you know, but the potential is, is incredible. Mm. That's, the, that's the, short, the short version of the talk. No, and I appreciate that mm. because you, you are the ones that taught me this. You know, we can look through our human eyes or we can look through soul-centered eyes. And what we see looks very different from these different levels or different perspectives. Yes. Yes. If we, if we look through our human eyes, having to do with physical world reality, as Ron said, this is an extraordinarily challenging time. Um, there is, of course, the the health challenge and the challenges of being in safer at home mandates. Um, There's the economic challenge where so many people are losing their livelihood. And yet this is a great opportunity for spiritually. It's a great opportunity for humanity to really have a global awakening of the heart, and we are seeing beautiful examples of that taking place in terms of human kindness, compassion, (coughs) people helping their neighbors, and so on. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's very interesting that the virus is named the Corona virus. And when all of this began, I thought to myself, Corona, that's such an interesting term for the virus because Corona is really the luminous light that we can see, for example, around a full moon. Corona Hmm. also refers to, (coughs) excuse me, Corona also refers to the part of the anatomy that is the top of the head. And so in a very real way, it's pointing towards the crown chakra. Mm -hmm. And if I think of the time that we're in and the challenges that we're facing, it seems the metaphorical message in the coronavirus is to go to higher consciousness, to move to the level of the crown chakra. And of course, the the opportunity of the crown chakra is to really shift identification from the small self, the ego, and looking through ego-centered eyes to looking through soul-centered eyes to come into the heart-centered, soul-centered awareness that we are indeed all one and that the practices of loving kindness, of compassion, of sharing and caring for each other during this time are of paramount importance and really can lead to a, a transformation of consciousness worldwide. The spiritual energy has been pouring onto the planet for some time now. Mm-hmm. and in service to the greater awakening of humanity. And in a very real way, this pandemic that we're all aware of and experiencing is providing the spiritual opportunity Mm -hmm. of the age. Yeah, I've really used the tools that you have shared with me in that classroom. Well, since I've left that classroom and I, I, don't think a day goes by where I have a conversation with anyone where I don't quote some of your wisdom that has been my incredibly um, powerful touchstone. And I'm just going to share some of the things that uh, you taught me and that I've been paying forward to my friends and clients and community. So um, our soul cares very little about our comfort. Our soul cares about our growth and everything that is happening is for our highest good, despite what it might look like. So I have come back to that a lot with this, and this has provided me with a personal sense of peace and equanimity and solace as I'm witnessing what's happening, but choosing to stay connected to my loving and my compassion. And I'm told a lot by people that I give them peace and hope, and it's just staying connected and aligned, I think, with our soul and with source. Yes. I love what you're sharing, Tammy, because it is through the awareness of the spiritual context and that ultimately everything that happens is for us. And through a shift of attitude and altitude, we can truly recognize the opportunities to use this 
truly to our advancement. Mm-hmm. And a couple of things Ron said, I can hear it like it was yesterday when I was in CHH with you, um, because I was going through my personal fear and turmoil and losing my jobs. And I just bought a condo. I was really um, in some anxiety, some angst, some anguish, actually. And um, he said to me, all of our pain, all of our pain comes from our perceived disconnection from God. And it's a perception because we could never be disconnected from God for even a second. And at first, Ron, I didn't quite believe you. I was like, no, I've had a lot of pain for a lot of reasons. That wasn't it. But I really had to check in with myself every time I experienced any kind of discomfort. I would ask myself, do I feel connected to God right now? And the answer was always no. So my work became very simple and clear. Anytime I didn't feel good, connect with God. And uh, as I've learned to do this more consistently, I feel like that spiritual muscle has gotten a lot stronger. My life works a lot better. Well, I really hear you. (laughs) I'm (laughs) glad to hear that you're doing that. Uh, You know, I remember, this goes back a long time ago, my first teacher uh, shared with me one time, and we were talking about psychology, because that's what, you know, we're trained in. And she made this amazing statement She said, the reason psychology was inspired onto the planet is because mankind forgot why it was here. Mm. And we we started to get caught up in the illusion of this reality and lost the reason why we were incarnating uh, down here. In the first place. And so psychology came around to assist people, because really, if you look up uh, psyche in the dictionary, you're going to find a soul, the essence of spirit, or something along those lines. Or, soul, um, breath, soul, principle breath, of life. principle of life, breath yeah. of life, spirit. But if you look up the word psychology, you're going to find the study of, uh, of the science of mind and behavior. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, how far off the track can you get? And so, in a way, psychology is was hijacked from what it was originally designed for, and we're all, you know, uh, I almost said we're all paying the price, but that wouldn't be accurate. We're all just making the adjustment. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, along along those same lines, uh, this might be useful. Uh, David Hawkins, who you know we speak about often, yes, uh, his books are fabulous. He, he made the statement that perception is edited observation. Mm-hmm. Edited obs- So we see something, and then he said within a tenth of a second, I believe he, he put it, that's pretty quick, within a tenth of a <laughs> second, we divide it into positive or negative. Mm-hmm. We make it either positive or negative. You know, when uh, people say, well, wouldn't all people see this, perceive it the same way? Well, no, obviously not. No. Uh, you know, what about all the people who bet at the racetrack? When the horse comes in that wins, they're not all going to see it as, as positive or negative. There's going to be disparity. So the first awareness that I think is so important is to realize that what you perceive is not necessarily an accurate depiction of what's going on out there. Right. We don't we don't 
perceive directly. We only observe. Mm. And that's a very important distinction. If someone can get their mind around that, it's very helpful. That really is helpful. And it's sort of like if we can perceive without judgment, if we can perceive from that place of just acceptance and peace and equanimity and love, our lives sure do feel better and things look a lot different than when we choose the the opposite of that. That's exactly um, right. That's exactly right. See, if you just observe something and you just observe it, don't do anything with it. You just observe it. You're in acceptance that you you accept that's what is but then we instantly go into that judgment where we do something with it we make it either right or wrong and then the trouble begins on that shakespeare's quote yeah there's nothing good or bad but thinking makes it so exactly yes Yes. and as you know tammy one of our favorite Rumi quotes is out beyond ideas of right doing and wrong doing there is a field i'll meet you there and we are all capable. That field really resides within the human yes. heart. Yes. It is the essence of our being. And it's the same for everyone. Yes, that yes. is available to us all. And that's why the very first two practices that we present and share in the program, we refer to as seeing the loving essence and heart mm-hmm. listening. And in its simplest form, Seeing the loving essence is seeing with the eyes of our heart. Yes, Uh, to see the love in another. Mm -hmm. Yes, and heart-centered listening is listening with the ears of our heart. Those two simple practices can bring such comfort during this challenging time that we're in to look through the eyes of love, to listen with the ears of love, And also, I will add as a footnote, to be very careful about how much time one spends listening to the news. I believe Mm -hmm. there is value in a a modicum of news, maybe 30 minutes a day, so that you stay informed and aware. But uh, beyond that, it tends to uh, tap people into the collective fear and the collective despair and discouragement that so many people on the planet are experiencing. But even if you, even if you want to do more of the news, if you learn how to utilize the news appropriately, you're not in any trouble because what the news is really great at is telling you exactly where all the places are that need your light. Oh, that's beautiful, Ron. And loving Mm -hmm. energy to those places and those situations. That's the way to really use the news. That's wonderful. I hadn't thought of it like that. I don't like watching it. As soon as I start feeling a little bit like uh, jittery or anxious, I walk away. My husband's addicted to Fox News, but I'm like, "Mm, not doing that. (laughs) I'm going to go create. I'm going to go meditate. (laughs) No, I I hear you. And what a good choice, Tammy. Yes, don't you think? Uh, Not much. Not much is uh, uh, worth losing my peace over. And you no. guys have taught me that. Just send light. That's yes. beautiful. Yes. And Tammy, what you're speaking about also really brings us to one of the other soul-centered basic skills that we, we share in the program, which has to do with choice. Mm-hmm. That uh, we all have the power 
to uh, make choices in this situation. And we can make inner choices and we can make outer choices. We can look at the outer choices that we're making that may tend to perpetuate angst, anxiety, fear, worry, and uh, and we can become aware that those are choices that we can exercise what the choice to to determine what it is that we're going to focus on. Absolutely. And we also can make inner choices which are more about the attitude that we're going to have with regard to this the global situation towards the other people in our lives and perhaps most importantly to ourselves. So yes. we can look at the outer choices we have been making and we can consider what other choices we might make, both outwardly and inwardly. Absolutely. And so to me, what this is boiled down to, again, was something Ron presented with me in that classroom. He goes, Tammy, do you believe the universe is a safe and loving place or not? And my knee-jerk response, without even thinking, was absolutely not. Look at the terrible things that have happened to me. Look at the awful things that happened on the planet. But, but it inspired me to open my mind to another possibility. The universe, perhaps it is safe and loving. And I experimented with that. And I thought, well, if it doesn't work, I'll go back to this way of being that isn't working for me. And I'm happy to report I never did. I just <laughs> keep going deeper in the knowingness that God loves me. And the universe is safe. And this planet, it's, well, it's a duality. So there are examples of not being safe and being safe. But we get to choose for ourselves. Like you're saying, Mary, we get to take responsibility for ourselves as we walk through this human experience, inwardly and outwardly. And you have inspired me to keep taking responsibility to choose love, to choose my authentic self and peace. And I feel like that is why I'm holding so steady right now. Beautiful. And, and just to build on what you just said, uh, which, is, which could be helpful for listeners as well, is that it's not that God just loves you. Right. Uh, as if it's because you're so beautiful, which you are anyway. Shock, thanks. <laughs> it's, it's the realization is that God has no choice. It's not that God chooses to love some people and not some people, Mm-mm. unlike, right. uh, unfortunately, a lot of uh, religious teaching teaches, but that the very nature of God is loving. God yes. is uh, the loving essence is what God is. That's it, period. And so each of us are made with that primary ingredient of that's love. That's exactly right. Hmm? And in each of our hearts, that is what the material is that is made. But because we're in human incarnation, which in order to work must have duality, you right. can't have light without the presence of darkness. Right. You can't have loud without soft. You can't, and on and on and on it goes. We need so the I'm contrast. Able to experience... Hmm? the loving, there must be the counterpart so that we can distinguish the difference. And that's what we're all involved in here is learning the difference and making wise choices. And remembering the truth all through this experiment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. To keep bringing ourselves back to the reality that we're not souls. Uh, We're not human beings with souls, but rather we are 
souls having and using a human experience to remember ourselves to our essential nature, which mm. is which is loving. Wow. That's a, a simple thing, but what you're saying is so important, Tammy, to know that our essential nature is love, that God is love, and that that we are that love, that God is within us. That we are safe. Yes. It's easy to say, of course, much more difficult to live in practice. Well, to me, that is exactly what this earth school has been about. It's like going to the gym and building that spiritual muscle and remembering the truth, despite any evidence to the contrary, that we aren't safe and that this is a scary place to remember the truth. And I wouldn't I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't be living the life I'm living and having this incredibly peaceful, blissful heaven on earth life, even in the midst of this chaos, if it wasn't for the two of you. And I am just profoundly and eternally grateful for your energy, for your light, for your wisdom, for your diligence, for your courage, and just your brilliance. So thank you for all that you've done, do, and for saying yes to this conversation. Well, Tammy, it's such a joy to be with you and to witness the, the amazing uh, growth and transformation within your consciousness and how steady you hold in the, the face of this time of challenge and mm-hmm. how you are sharing your loving, your light, your, your, the wisdom of your heart with those that are part of your community and circle. Well, we keep paying it forward, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we only have like a minute left. Can you guys do a shout out where people can maybe find your book and find out more about you? Yes. Well, the, the books are available on Amazon.com. That's probably the easiest place for people to go to get a copy of Loyalty to Your Soul or a copy of Remembering the Light Within. Remembering the Light Within is wonderful because there are so many practices uh, within the book that can be very, very helpful to people at this time. It really was intended as a home study course that people could use to assist them in the process of remembering. In fact, several uh, study groups, especially in churches, are doing just that. They're using it as a year year course. Also, Loyalty to Your Soul is on Audible. Oh, that's nice. And this is a good time to be working these processes and using these guides. And um, I just have to say thank you again, Dr. Mary, Dr. Ron Holnick. And thank you for saying yes to another conversation with me next week. And to my listeners, thank you for being part of the energy that is Empower Radio. Just know that you're in our heart and our prayers and we're sending you blessings. Remember the truth of who you are, which is love. God bless you. Onward and upward. Thank you, Tammy. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Ron and Mary. Thank you, my friends. 